friend. Welcome to Barefoot Business, the podcast for marketing and event professionals who care about shared experiences that drive connection. All episodes are seven minutes or less, hosted by the most fun founders of the Community Factory, Liz and Nicole, whose mission in life is to get people talking. So let's start. So we've talked about all these things and it is wellness is in all the magazines. It's in all the online things and we're supposed to care. Here's what I care about, pipeline and revenue. How does wellness actually affect my ROI? Well, let's talk about ROE. Let's talk about ROE. Return on So is there ROW, return on wellness? Yeah, I guess I guess we could say that because the title of the white paper, white paper was increasing ROI by increasing wellness. So let's call it ROW. I don't have to tell you or probably anyone that's listening to this the importance of making people feel included. These three things help people feel included and or adventurous because Mm. they might be doing something for the first time. They might do a workout for the first time. They might work out with people they've never worked out before with, and they might build a relationship they never would have. The workout might be like a partner thing where you do something together, a scavenger hunt around the city, and you're out running around. That all counts, let alone you're getting out of the event space and you're in natural daylight, hopefully. That checks off boxes when it comes to like return on emotion. This is amazing. So return on emotion is hopeful, adventurous, active, accepted, and motivated. So you have the hope. The whole idea of the event is that you're hopeful that you're going to get content and connections that you can go do something with afterwards. So you kind of have that the wellness piece is going to make sure that you get the content because now you are paying attention and focused and ready for those things. And then the adventure, like you said, get a little out. Okay, I don't like group wellness, but you know what? I actually love to go for walks in the morning and I won't have the dog with me at the conference. I could go for a walk. Maybe other people want to walk with me. That's pretty cool because I wore my tennis shoes instead of trying to fit them into my carry-on bag, as you've taught me now. So then I have accepted. So I feel the sense of belonging because they have made sure that I've got the food that's right for me. And they're not trying to make me eat weird stuff with weird sauces and things. I can choose what I like. So that's cool. And then active movement solved. Now motivated. Am I motivated to continue? Like I was able to continue my lifestyle there and didn't have to feel like it kicked me off. It's one of two things. You might be motivated to come back Mm. because you're like, this is a group that cares about me. This is a group that like is inclusive of me. This is a group where I can be me on every level and I don't have to change anything about my life. I am coming back to this. Or it might be motivated because you did something new for the first time that you've never done before. You tried meditation and you're like, oh my God, I had this moment of clarity and why have I not been meditating my whole life? But you'd never done it before. Or mm-hmm. you might be motivated to like go back and do the stupid shake thing before you start a meeting so that everybody checks in, whatever. But I think motivated is one of those terms that means different things, to different people to a certain extent, but it could, I'm not, I'm not trying to claim that it checks everything and all the boxes, but if you're learning and you're paying attention, nine times out of 10, those talks are driven to motivate people. Yeah. So I think if you're able to be there and be present, the, the, the content hopefully should really check the box for motivation, but you might get a little supplemental motivation from the various activities. I, I found a cool article online. It was from in-house physicians and it was talking about the science of wellness and things like that. And they had a really great point, which is ROI is what you make of it. Like you, an event's ROI is different depending on why you went to the event in the first place. Your ROI might be engagement. Your ROI might be pipeline and revenue. Your ROI might be uh, training for your sales team so that they can actually go do things. And so this, the, how wellness kind of affects all of those. So if you're trying to convert prospects into clients, then that requires 
their attention and your attention. And when you're focused, you can have deeper conversations. And then employees, you know, needing to be trained or learn, obviously the the neuroscience around meditation to calm them, to make sure that they're going to be focused and all these things. I really like the way that they had put that together. It's great to see the industry really putting putting the pieces together on the fact that how strung out everyone was and how busy everyone was. And as we're getting back to it, the people that are reverting to the models of events that existed before, they're not being as successful as they could be. I will say at our kickoff, we start every day at 10 o'clock and most, a lot of people will like kind of roll their eyes. They're like, oh, that must be nice. Well, uh, I think the difference between planners, uh, a professional planner, and let's say someone who gets to plan events as part of their job, admin, EA, that type of category, you have different interactions with your executives. And a true professional planner's job is to maintain the integrity of the program, educate in a way that you will obtain your objectives. And sometimes that's being contrary to your superiors. Mm. When you're in a support role, your job is not to dispute what an executive has to say. When you are a professional and you own your business, your line of the business, your job is to contest them if they're like, I want 60 minutes to do a keynote. And your job is to quite frankly say, you're not getting 60 minutes, you get 30 and watch them go, well, why? And then you have to be prepared with an answer. So we went to this 10 a.m. start time. We had breakfast. We had workouts from 7 to 8. We had breakfast from 8 to 10. But we gave people that white space so that they could come to the meeting ready to engage. Mm-hmm. And when we did our survey results and we did, we did the ROE question as well, not only did we get an overall 94% approval rating, Ooh. we got 85% of the attendees out of 400 people to take the survey. Wow, that's unheard of. And you didn't even offer them a free trip to Tahiti? Uh, no, but what we did was we said, at the end of the survey, you will, get to the, you will get the link to the photos from the event. So we totally bribed them. Uh, yeah, because everyone wanted to see themselves, right? Because we're humans and that's what we do. 85% response rate, 94% approval, like uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, we got a 9.4. It was mind-blowing because we did a a nice CSR activity where people felt like they could give back. We checked all the ROE boxes and people felt it and responded. Mm, That's beautiful. And it it was remarkable. It's some of the best survey results I've ever seen. And that's why I was like, this is... This is how things need to be done. That's great. I think my favorite thing about when we did Flashpoint was making the agenda work for the location we were in. And all the sessions were first thing in the morning or late in the evenings. And then we were able to use the beauty of the Bahamas during the day to do the activities and the team buildings and the networking and all the things. And we did not lose people in the content, doing the the content at the edges of the day. I mean, people were actually more excited to talk more about the content because they had had this this time, the space, they could step away and do what they needed, or they could go sit at the beach and take their calls or do whatever. It was great. Yeah. People aren't built to be locked in a room and attempt to learn, even though that's how schools do it, but you know, whatever things change and we need to evolve with the times. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful statement. 